And I know you look at me now and think, boy, she must have breezed through high school. Not the case, Annie. No, this was not easy going up and down the halls. Okay, they used to try to blow me up. They threw firecrackers at my head. Firecrackers? I mean, literally, I'm not saying that figuratively. I got firecrackers thrown at my head. They called me a freak. Do you think I let that break me? Think I went home to my mommy crying, oh, I don't have any friends. Oh, Megan doesn't have any friends. No, I did not. You know what I did? I pulled myself up. I studied really hard. I read every book in the library. And now, I work for the government. I have the highest possible security clearance. Don't repeat that. I won't. I can't protect you. I know where all the nukes are, and I know the codes. I have six houses. I bought an 18-wheeler a couple months ago just because I could. Huh? Now you gotta stop feeling sorry for yourself, okay? Because I do not associate with people that blame the world for their problems. Because you're your problem, Annie. And you're also your solution. Hi, everybody. This is Ed Hoffman, and welcome to the main event. Hey, so I opened up with that uh, with that clip from the movie Bridesmaids, just you know, just because. You know what? I'm just I, you know I've been surfing uh, uh, social media this past week and uh, watching all this stuff with uh, with Facebook and all this dumb stuff that's going on. And I'm just and I'm and I'm just going. You know, is this, is there so much so many people whining? You're letting our per our personal information out. You're Mark Zuckerberg is damaging everybody. We don't trust Facebook anymore. <clears throat> You guys put out the stuff on Facebook, and then I'm listening to people whine about, whine about, uh, you know, this guy got shot. That this guy pointed a gun at a at a cop, and he got shot. Somebody else didn't get shot. What color was this guy? What color was that guy? You know, you get the lady in uh, that. Well, we'll talk about the the shooter this week, and and my amazement that that uh, that nobody nobody's even uh, nobody even's really talking about it on social media. I don't know why. Um, so just, it's, it's almost, I get to the point where I'm, I'm going on these, on these, uh, sites and I'm just saying, I'm not even a comment because there's just no change in these people. You know, that just, some people are just so ignorant. So, uh, luckily you guys that listen to me get to listen to me. So you get, you get, uh, enlightened as to the things that you weren't sure how to tell somebody else. So anyway, uh, I'm going to talk about all the stuff that's going on and kind of, the kind of the uh, my take on it as usual but first let me introduce myself my name is ed hoffman president wholesale capital corporation your local direct mortgage lender located here in southern california offices all over the place if you're in, interested in getting involved in any of those fantastic opportunities that are real estate and there are fantastic opportunities in real estate you just got to be looking for them if you need financing, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll-free, area code 855-640-2020. If you want to talk with me but you don't want to talk on the phone, you can go to wccloans.com, click on the Loan Center, click on Apply Now, and uh, put in as much information as you want me to have and tell me how much information you want back. You'll hear back from either myself or one of my one of my talented partners, Eric Marquez, Alex Rojas, Cody Bradbury, uh, Aaron Fredericks, or Oscar Trujillo, and uh, we all work together. So if you're talking to one of them, you're talking to, to me as well because we work on all the loans together on my team. Um, and uh, we'll help you uh, find the missing pieces to your real estate financing puzzle. Um, 
whether you're looking to refinance or whether you're looking, you know, if you're if you're looking to refinance, if you need cash out, you know, the interest rates have interest rates have gone up quite a bit in the last year. Um, a lot of people are refinancing just to get rid of their mortgage insurance, but when you add the cost of the mortgage insurance plus your rate, if it if it ends up coming up lower than the current rate today, then it doesn't matter if you get rid of your mortgage insurance or not. Uh, then that's probably not it. We're we're going to tell you, hey. You're going to refinance, you're going to get rid of your mortgage insurance, but your payment's not going down. Might even go up. Um, one thing one thing that I, that I haven't mentioned is that if you've got home equity lines of credit on your house, those are no longer tax deductible. So if you've got, if you're, if you've got a, a loan and you put a home equity line and uh, you're thinking, yeah, I don't want to go through the hassle of refinancing. Uh, if you've, if you've got tax concerns, that is a concern. Uh, you no longer get to write off the tax, the, the interest on home equity lines and, uh, and Brooke Horsepool, my uh, tax guy told me I should be mentioning that because, uh, a lot of people don't know. So, uh, if you're, if you've got one of those, you want to refinance it or, uh, you know, a lot of you guys over 62, um, not quite understanding that reverse mortgage thing. Uh, it's a, it's a great product. If you're interested in finding out, we are a reverse mortgage specialist at Wholesale Capital. Call us or get us on WCCLoans.com. If you hear any part of the show you want repeated, edhoffman.net, E-D-H-O-F-F-M-A-N.net. Click on the podcast page. You can hear it on demand anytime. You can also get the main event podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes, where you can sub subscribe for free, have it download automatically every week. Be sure to connect with the show on social media. Follow me on, on Twitter, at Ed Hoffman, where I tweet about current events all week long. Eh, maybe not all week long, but sometimes a lot on a few days. And uh, like the show on Facebook, facebook.com slash the main event, uh, Ed Hoffman. And if you want to leave me some comments on the show, if you hear something that is uh, that makes you happy, makes you sad, uh, says, hey, good job, Ed, or uh, hey, what are you thinking, man? You stupid or something? Uh, 855-640-2092 is the number for that. 855-640-2092. I'll try to remember to mention that at the end of the show as well. So let's talk about what's happening this week. Um, immigration over the weekend, Easter weekend, a caravan of 1,200 migrants from Central America passing through Mexico toward the United States as part of an annual activist demonstration. You know what's funny? All this past week, I never heard anything that this was an annual event. All I hear is that, hey, all these guys are coming up from uh, Central America, Honduras, through Mexico, and they're heading towards the American border. And uh, But, you know, when you research it a little bit more, um, look what we found. So the Stations of the Cross caravan, organized by a group, Pueblo Sin Fronteras, has been an annual Easter tradition intended to raise awareness of immigrants since 2010. But the event attracted more people than organizers expected this year, many of them expressing intent to cross the U.S. border because of the political unrest in Honduras. Either that or the, or because they think it's the last chance to get over the border. At first, the Mexican government washed its hands of responsibility where the migrants might end up. Here's their statement on Monday. It's not the responsibility of this government to exercise immigration decisions of the United States or any other nation. So it will be the competent authorities of the American Union that decide to authorize or not the entry of its into its territory, the members of the caravan that request it. Well, la-di-da. But, uh, but by Wednesday, Mexico's National Institute of Immigration said it would disperse the group and deported 400 people in the group back to their home countries. Um, could President Trump have something to do with that? Here's what he tweeted Thursday morning. 
The caravan is largely broken up thanks to the strong immigration laws of Mexico and their willingness to use them so as not to cause a giant scene at our border. Because of the Trump administration actions, border crossings are still unacceptable, are still at an unacceptable 46-year low, stop drugs. Whereas, if you listen to the Democrats use the 46-year low, they talk about, well, immigration coming across, illegals coming across the borders at a 46-year low. That's the reason that we don't need a wall. Nope, we don't need a wall. We're just wasting our money. Someone should tell uh, Jerry Brown, we don't need a high-speed train. You just wasted California's money. But uh, you know what? Uh, what is what I see on on uh, social media? Them talking about talking about um, you know why are we why are we sending the 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 military? Well, I'll talk about that in a second. <clears throat> I'm getting ahead. I'm getting ahead of myself. But if you ask if you ask the Border Angels founder Enrique. Moronis, I think it's Moronis. I think it's Enrique Moron. Uh, president Trump isn't even president. Listen to this exchange with him and Congressman Jason Chaffetz and Fox News's Monica Crowley. Is the president doing the right thing here, locking down the border, getting rid of the rewards and incentives and making sure that people don't flow here illegally? Of course he's doing the right thing. And this is one of the primary reasons why Donald Trump is currently the president of the United States. How Very refreshing. No, what? no, he's not actually hugely unpopular. And, the and, most unpopular no, president. Okay. He was more popular than Hillary Clinton. He was more popular well, he, than he, he, the 18 he other Republicans. Jason, so he's, he's, resigned. Do you believe? Me? Wait, Enrique, do you believe he's the president of the United States? Donald Trump is a person that was not elected by the majority. He is Wait incompetent. A Enrique, he goes every on. single day. Get a grip on reality. Is, no, is Donald Trump Donald the president Trump of the United States? Duly elected. He does not have a grip. Of, no, no. He was he's elected. not the I duly mean, elected he, president of the United States? There was a lot of No wonder you think it's that. okay to come across the border illegally. You know, I, I don't think there's anything Trump can do to get these these people to agree with, with anything he does. You know, there's, there's just about... Uh, it's going to be interesting in November when we get to the elections... As the as we're really going to start to see the economy buzzing over uh, over the tax breaks, all the tax uh, reform, and as we're going to see the settling down of the 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 quote unquote trade war that's happening because of the tariffs. When you see so when you see the reaction of the world and the reaction to our economy from a president that actually has the stones to to say, hey, this isn't fair. If you guys are going to put tariffs on us, we're going to put tariffs on you and see how you like it. And, uh, you know, it's just the trade practices going across and, hey, cut cut the regulations and you watch jobs, jobs develop here in the United States and doing all this common sense stuff. Common sense stuff that is just going to change. It's just going to change things. You know, uh, so many people are just so, so focused on, what is what is this going to do today for me? And you know what? We didn't elect Trump to make America great today. We didn't elect we didn't elect any president to make changes that are going to change our lives today. Hey, change the direction of the country so that we start heading towards the right the right area. You know, it's hard. You don't. You can uh, if you're riding if you're driving around on a sea do you can make a quick U turn. But if you're if you're uh, if you're in a big ocean liner, you turn slow. You turn slow. 
We're not, we're not, ha- you know, he's not, he's not saying, hey, this is the policy that we're going to have at this barbershop. From now on, we're only going to cut people's hairs that's blonde hair. Well, he's not going to change, you know, you can change your small business quick, but changing the United States is a slow process. It's a slow process. You make one change here and then it trickles down. Oh, I'm sorry. Trickle down economics has been tried and failed. No, trickle down economics is called free market capitalism. It works. And just watch. So uh, where did I leave off? As he awaits for Congress to figure out how to fund the border wall, President Trump is uh, calling for the deployment of the National Guard troops to the U.S. border. Here he is on Tuesday. Until we can have a wall and proper security, we're going to be guarding our border with the military. That's a big step. We really haven't done that before, or certainly not very much before. We need the wall, we need the protection, and we have to change our immigration laws at the border and elsewhere. Yeah, and apparently uh, apparently, when he says sending the military down there, the military is not allowed to guard our borders. Apparently it has to be the National Guard, and that's what they're for. Although the border with Mexico is still international, international, is it not? Because it's Mexico on one side and it's America on the other side. You'd think we could send anybody we want. The problem is with the National Guard is under the uh, is under the direction of the governor of our state. So as Trump is ordering these guys deployed, uh, the final final word has to come from the governor of each state. So the Mexican border is Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and California. And guess what? Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona governors have already authorized it, but but we've got Jerry Jerry Brown in the in the in the governor's mansion in Sacramento, and to the to the I don't I just don't understand why why the people aren't aren't angry, why people aren't aren't flaming flaming enraged that this guy is making decisions that he's making for our state, and he just doesn't care. He doesn't care. I'd say, uh, uh, my wife Don says, "What are we gonna do if these guys get up there and they start coming and they start coming to our uh, coming into our houses?" And and I said, "That's when we that's when we take out the AR-15s. We put away our we put away our handguns, and that's what AR-15s are for." So that's how it is. <clears throat> so anyway, that's how Don and I were talking about it. On Thursday, the president spoke at West Virginia summit called the USA Open, called USA Open for Business, where he explained that this effort is designed to eliminate the failed catch and release program at the border. If they step one foot, not two feet, if one foot hits our country, we have to take those people, gently register them, and then release them. Okay, we're going to release them essentially in a short period of time. So we release them, and then they're supposed to come back for a court case. We hire more judges. We're trying to hire thousands of judges. No other country in the world does it. We hire judges so that these people will come back. Now, they're on the land. We release them. They go someplace into our country. They're supposed to come back within two or three years for a court case. But nobody ever comes back. (laughs) It's bad enough to say, come back in three years, but nobody comes back anyway. This is our country. If you have a baby on our land, congratulations, that baby is a United States citizen. We're the only one. Now, Mexico has very tough policies. They can do whatever they want, which is the way it should be, to be honest. You're violating something very sacred. You're violating a border. Yeah, it uh, it's, seems like common sense. This seems like common sense. Hey, 
All right, uh, you come back to court in two years. Uh, just have your way, anything you want in our country. Until then, we'll decide whether you're allowed to be here or not. I just don't know what that, if that makes sense. It's just, you know, it's, I listen, I listen to people on social media and I listen to people on TV. You flip off of Fox News and you flip over to, uh, to, uh, PMS NBC or the Communist News Network and you listen to some of the people there. They think, they think maybe this is the, this is how you stop people. Hey, put up a sign. It is unlawful to kill people with your gun. Okay. That should fix it. Change the laws. Change the laws. Hey, you're going to be in contempt if you don't show up to uh, court in two years. We won't know where you are. We really don't know who you are. We don't know how old you are. Um, we got your fingerprints. But other than that, we don't know who you are and or where you will be. And we'll see you in two or three years. Um, some Just amazed the intelligence of some of the pe- things that people think is okay. The president has said that General Mattis is working closely on his endeavor with him. But so is the Department of Homeland Security. Here's uh, Department of Homeland Security uh, Secretary Kirsten Nielsen on Thursday explaining that her department is all in when it comes to deploying the National Guard to the border. We have a variety of recommendations that we've made. Uh, We've started the negotiations. I've spoken with all the governors. I'll speak with them again today. Uh, But this is not the idea here, of course, is for this to be effective and productive and supportive of our mission. So uh, we are interested in what the governors uh, think the answer is, those on the ground, certainly my agents and officials, and of course, the Guard Bureau. So we're working on that negotiation as we speak. Yeah, I I would love to. I would love to be in on that conversation, just listening in to her conversation with uh, Jerry Brown. Um, It's almost embarrassing to be in California anymore. But her predecessor, Kirsten Nielsen's predecessor, Obama Department of Homeland Security Secretary Jay Johnson says this. This idea of putting the military on the border is problematic for several reasons. If you deploy the guard to the border, uh, they can do no more than support. And Though illegal migration is a fraction of what it used to be, the demographic is totally changed. Putting more National Guard on the southern border, I feel like I've seen this movie before. Yeah, he did see this movie before because his boss, Barack Obama, sent 1,200 National Guard troops to the border in 2010 for the very same reason, fighting drug smuggling and illegal immigration. Bush also sent... Uh, 6,000 National Guard members to assist Border Patrol agents in 2006. Also worth noting is that the National Guard soldiers have no authority to detain immigrants because federal law prohibits using active duty troops to conduct law enforcement. Um, active du- uh, to conduct to conduct law enforcement activities unless authorized by Congress. Therefore, not technically militarizing the border, is it? So uh, I think they're just there to back up the Border Patrol. So, I don't know. I want to play one more clip from Border Angels founder Eric Moron, Enrique Moron, Enrique Morones, uh, just because I think he's a moron. And uh, here he is again with Jason Chaffetz and Monica Crowley. I don't represent illegal anybody. These are human beings. And I, like most of the people in the country, do not support Trump's agenda of hate. The the border is already militarized. There's already a wall that covers a third of the border. It's led to 11,000 deaths. And Donald Trump is a person totally out of touch with reality. 
I uh, really support, and, and I was really encouraged today when I heard Stormy talking about the fact that he does have little hands. I don't know where she was going with that, but one thing I do know is he's a very dangerous man. He's incompetent, and the whole world is, is saying, what happened well, to the United wait, States? Wait, wait, what, wait, 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 wait a Enrique, Enrique, let's go, let's go back to your first point here. Sure. People that cross the border illegally are here illegally, Correct. Yeah, people, yeah, but they're not illegal immigrants. There's no such thing as an illegal human being. What, Just what, like people were called wetbacks and three If, if they're here something. illegally, I, I mean, enshrined in the law, it says they're an illegal alien. So, yeah, but also it said three-fifths of a human being or wetbacks. And those terms were never eliminated used that later because they were very no, the racist. the law doesn't say no, that. But I didn't they were use that derogatory term. You didn't, If Jason. they come here illegally, but, they're here illegally. They're illegal. No, they're not illegal human beings. They've committed an illegal act. They're not illegal human beings, so... What, what difference does that make? Well, if you committed murder, you're not illegal. You're not an illegal human being. Uh, yeah, but you're an illegal immigrant. You, Im you immigrated to the United States illegally. You know what? I, I just... <clears throat> and, and what is that thing with Stormy and the small hands? You know, what is... What what was the point of that? You know, so, sometimes you you know come up there. Hey, why don't you just say, hey, you're ugly. You've got a bald spot underneath that comb over. We know it, Trump. We know you got a, a bald spot under there. So why don't you quit hiding it? We know it. We're gonna expose you. We're gonna sneak up behind you and pull that thing over. Show everybody you got a bald spot. Does anybody care? Anybody care about that stuff? This is it's just completely moronish. I don't under, I don't. I just. It's amazing to me. It's frustrating to me. And uh, hopefully some people pull their pull their uh, pull their heads out of the sand. I liked uh, I liked I saw a a clip on on uh, uh, on Facebook this week with uh, Tommy Lauren saying, you know what? Do you do you, uh, do you lock your doors? Yeah, you lock your doors. Do you lock your doors because you hate the people outside, or do you lock your doors because you love the people inside? You want to protect the people inside. You're not doesn't mean you hate the people outside. Just means you lock the doors inside. So, I thought that was a good. I thought that was a good analogy. And some somehow the somehow the the uh, the Democrats. I just don't. I just don't know how they how they consider this common sense. I try to listen to both sides, and sometimes sometimes I hear something. I go, yeah, you know. It's you got a point. You got a point there, but consider this and on on some arguments, and it's just frustrating that you just can't even talk to these people anymore. But doesn't mean we're gonna stop trying. It means we're gonna keep keep trying. Hey, uh, on the subject of uh, of uh, California and this governor, governor, I don't know what week, but sometime before the primary, we're gonna have um, Travis Allen on our show, and we're gonna if you haven't if you if you're not paying attention. To the governor's race, go on uh, YouTube and and uh, see Travis Allen. Get involved. Go to a Travis Allen. I think of all the people running for governor, um, he's my guy. You know, he's he's young. He's probably 45, 46 years old. Um, he's young, energetic. He's got the right ideas. Uh, went to a fundraiser for him uh, the the week before last, and uh, completely completely impressed with him. I've watched a couple of uh, debates. Um, this is our guy. This is our guy. Next week, we're going to have uh, Bill Asaley, who's running for uh, one of the uh, assembly districts um, that uh, that we're going to talk about to try and break the uh, supermajority the Democrats have in this state. And let's have, some, let's have some hope. Maybe we can turn California red again. Maybe we can turn California red again. If you're if you're out in L.A., we want to get rid of uh, Maxine Waters. So if you're, if you're a Republican in L.A. and you go, 
I'm just not even going to uh, get up and vote. If you're in Maxine Waters' district, get out and vote. Maybe maybe there's enough maybe there's enough people with brains. If we got out and voted in the primaries, we get her off. Okay. If you're in uh, what's that guy's name? Brad. Um, he's right next to uh to Adam Schiff's district. We need to get rid of all these all these morons that make us California California people look bad. Brad's the guy. My wife calls him Bugs Bunny because he looks like Bugs Bunny. Um, I forget his last name. Brad, he's on he's on Fox all the time. Brad Sherman, that's his name. Total moron, total moron. We need to get him voted out. If you're in those districts out in LA and you're hearing my voice, remember June 5th is uh is primary day. Get out there and vote. Get out there and vote. Let's get these guys knocked off. Make sure that we have a good Republican in the top two so that in November we can get rid of these guys. And maybe we can turn California red again and we can start doing some smart stuff. Anyway, I'm all out of time for part one of the main event. So uh, stay tuned for some uh, traffic and weather and commercials and we'll be right back with some more. And welcome back to part two of the main event. My name is Ed Hoffman, President Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender. I don't talk about mortgages on the radio too much because ah, it's probably boring for you guys that aren't in the market. But if you're uh, thinking about financing or you're wondering if you should finance, refinance, buy, buy, sell, get a reverse mortgage, you just want to go, eh, what should I do? What's the smart thing to do? Call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And uh, I'll help you uh, fill in the gaps. Otherwise, get me on WCCLoans.com. And uh, we'll do that. If you hear something, if you hear something that you want to comment back to me on, um, 855-640-2092 is the listener hotline. And we might just put your, uh, might just put your message on the radio. Um, like Ronald Reagan, I didn't leave the Democratic Party. It left me. So now I am a proud Republican. And uh, can I suggest, um, when, um, you know, Fox is not all that conservative except for a few people, you know, like Tucker Carlson and Hannity and Judge Janine. Um, I found a, a better uh, TV station for news. It's called One America News, and it's really good. Just one last thing. Um, as far as um, what happened, it, it started in the 50s, a, a sitcom in, from the 50s. After, he, here's a hint. After he says, or hopping, he says, Lucy, bye. What happened? Lucy? I guess, well, I guess if that was Lucy, I guess that came from uh, I Love Lucy from the 50s. Uh, also played in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s on uh, on all the repeats. So, hey, thanks for letting me know that. And uh, luckily, I know about uh, One American News. Um, I just don't get it on my cable provider. And uh, and luckily, I look at all the other stuff, too. And, uh, yeah, I know. I get uh, I get kind of frustrated with Fox as well. Um, because they put all that fair and balanced stuff on there, and it makes me want to throw something at the TV sometimes because they just got morons sitting next to smart people. I don't get it. So uh, anyway, uh, this week we had YouTube shooting. I almost started to talk about it last week, last uh, in the first half. Um, I got a little ahead of myself. So uh, there's a shooting at the YouTube headquarters in Silicon Valley on Tuesday. The, uh, has the, it has the media struggling to figure out 
how they should handle the incident of gun violence that wasn't committed by a white male. It wasn't handled by, wasn't a Christian. Um, wasn't, they just don't know what to make of it. The shooter, 39-year-old Nassim Najafi Agdam of San Diego. No one has said terrorism yet um, or Muslim yet, but it sure seems Nassim Najafi Agdam of San Diego didn't fit the profile that the media has come to expect in a mass shooter, which is why all week you've heard reporting saying it's very unusual for a female to commit a shooting like this. What they really mean is she's not a white male, she's not a Republican, and she didn't use an AR-15. So uh, they also seem reluctant to point out some other facts about her background. Here's Fox's Pete's, Pete Hegseth on that. Wrong bad guy. Female of Iranian descent. She's a fitness buff. She's a vegan. She's a PETA member. Uh, not an NRA member. Not a Trump supporter. Not a member of the NRA. And as a result, doesn't fit the very convenient narrative. And as a result, it's silenced. Yeah, uh, someone posted on uh, on Facebook, hey, how come it's so quiet? No one's blaming the gun. Nobody knows what to do. Is it because it was a female? Was it because she was not white? Was it because she was not Christian? Was it, uh, what was it? What is the, the narrative? And I said, you know what? Nobody said much about the one in, uh, you know, and somebody else actually commented, hey, nobody said much about the uh, one in uh, Brooklyn, and that was a white male. Yeah, it was a white male. Nobody said anything about that because a good guy with a gun stopped it. So uh, that's just uh, that's just the narrative. If if we can't we can't uh, put a uh, put a uh, label on it and uh, and blame Trump about it, then we don't know what to, how to handle it. So uh, it, and I didn't realize she was a PETA member because I'm a PETA member and I've never seen her at any of our meetings of you know people eating tasty animals. We meet at like the Mill Creek uh, Cattle Company. Uh, you know, the, uh, Outback Steakhouse, uh, you know, those kind of places. Yeah. That's uh that's me. Oh, she's a, she's a member of a different PETA than that. Okay. <clears throat> I have a, I have a, I got my, my, uh, my trainer gave me a shirt that says LBGT on it too. And say, Hey, I'm proud to be LBGT, um, Liberty guns, beer and Trump. So, uh, <clears throat> and I'm a PETA member, people eating tasty animals. So, so maybe the left should rethink its position on mental health aspect of the mass shootings because it definitely seems Nassim Agdam was mentally ill. She apparently had four YouTube channels, one in one in Farsi, which is what they speak in uh, the Middle East, one in Turkish. I guess that's uh, Farsi. Is that same as Arabic? Uh, so anyway, Farsi is in Iran. Okay, so in Iran, she's uh, they speak Farsi. One in Turkish. I guess that's from Turkey. One in English. And one devoted to hand art. She also had fitness videos that were mostly her doing strange exercise, talking about vegan life. So she's a vegan and she's, and she dances around for those of you who haven't seen it. It's, it is stupid. She's dancing around like, you know, what is the point? You think someone's going to just sit there and watch your channel? Here's her final video where she explains that her anger toward YouTube was rooted in her page being demonetized and age-restricted. Sounds like a great reason to drive 500 miles and start shooting people. I'm being discriminated and filtered on YouTube, and I'm not the only one. So recently, they also attacked my Persian channel, Nassim Saps. And if you go and check my videos, you see that my new videos hardly get views, and my old videos that's used to get many views, stop getting views. 
So this is because I'm being filtered. I'm being filtered. I'm being stupid. I'm doing. Uh, I'm, I'm having. I'm having no more. No more views. No more people be liking my tweets. You know what? <clears throat> I notice sometimes I I post some stuff that I I tweet some stuff and I go, this is gonna get a bunch of reaction, and then somebody reacts like three days later. Um, I guess they're being. I'm being filtered too. I'm being filtered. Maybe nobody like me no more. So, uh, and I also notice sometimes I use four letter words on, on Twitter and, uh, people don't seem to like those as much. I don't know why. Cause sometimes I just get angry. So to me, uh, you know, some of those words are, you go, Hey, those are curse words. No, I say those are, those are passion words. So when I'm passionately tweeting and I use them, I don't seem to get as much, I don't get, seem to get as many likes and retweets. Or when I, uh, put them in Facebook, I don't seem to get that. I get filtered. So, uh. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it was just her. They were getting filtered. So uh, so be it. There she is. She went up to Facebook and just opened up and apparent and apparently some family members of her knew that she was a she was a whack job and uh, called up from Southern California and told the people up in uh, um, San Bruno, I think the name of the city is, and uh, and. They didn't just jump right on it, and apparently they found her uh, sleeping in her car a couple hours earlier and uh, woke her up, but no sign that she had a gun or that she was violent. And uh, so anyway, we'll see how we'll see how this unfolds. I'm sure there's more to the case, more to this case or less. Anyway, that's what's been on TV. So uh, now more Hillary hypocrisy. Guess who's continuing to whine about the fact that she's not president? Hillary Clinton was at the wing this week, a professional women's club in New York City, where she sat in a circle with a bunch of ladies and pretended she was in a group therapy session. Listen to this. Before the Comey letter, I was ahead. I got more votes than anybody in history except one term of President Obama. Every day that goes by, uh, more evidence, more proof about... You know, fake news and the Russians and Cambridge Analytica and, you know, misogyny and sexism. You know, I've taken on the NRA for years um, and they spent more money against me than they've ever spent against anybody. And now we know the Russians paid for some of it, you know, paid for actors or Russian agents, personnel, you know, to dress up in those very attractive uh, jail outfits and go around in a mock jail while people could yell lock her up didn't she have her lawyer didn't she have her lawyer pay uh fusion gps to uh, develop a fake dossier on president clinton on uh with the russians hey now they had they paid russian people to dress up in those jail outfits and say lock her up and you know this lady's delusional and uh you know why don't you just go retire aren't you uh don't you have enough money do you have to keep Talking about this stuff, oh, maybe Bill, maybe she doesn't have anyone to hang out with because Bill's elsewhere. So it's perfect timing for Hillary to start pretending to be a champion of women again, because one of her husband's accusers is ready to tell the truth about it. Juanita Broderick, who uh, credibly accused Bill Clinton of raping her in Arkansas hotel room when he was running for governor, 1978, explained why she supported Donald Trump in this tweet. She tweeted out, "Why did I support President Trump?" I was raped by Bill Clinton and threatened by Hillary Clinton. I supported the one person who I believed had the chance of preventing my rapist and his enabler from being sent to the White House and back in the seat of power. 
<sighs> in an interview at, with uh, with Headline News host S.E. Cup this week to promote her new book, You'd Better Put Some Ice on That, How I Survived Being Raped by Bill Clinton. And You Better Put Some Ice on That is uh, referring to how uh, how Bill Clinton said uh, you know he bit her lip. And he said, you better put some ice on that. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. Broderick was asked what she would say to Hillary Clinton if she were ever given the chance to be in a room alone with her again. Listen to this. Why on earth did you not leave that man and report what he had done? You had to have known what he had done. Uh, I just want to know why. I think I know why, because it was a power thing. I think she wanted to go on and do some of the things that he had done, and I think it was just a power thing. Doesn't she sound kind of like Paula Deen on that? So, uh, but if you've if you've seen uh, if you've seen the movie uh, Hillary's America or read the book um, Stealing America by Dinesh D'Souza, um, he tells the story how how Hillary knew Bill was a serial sexaholic, um, serial cheater, even back in college days, and she knew that she had uh, political aspirations, and since she didn't have any charisma or charm. Or uh, likability, she needed to attach herself to Bill, who uh, who obviously had some. So because she had she had uh, aspirations of uh, of uh, leadership and changing the world. And uh, if you haven't seen if you haven't seen it, I'm sure it's on uh, I'm sure it's on YouTube Prime or Netflix, or um, you probably buy the the DVD for about. 50 cents now on, uh, on Amazon. Um, I personally, uh, uh, when I saw it, I took, I bought like 50 copies of it and I took it around my office and gave it to everybody. Hey, Hey, if I give you this, will you watch it? No. Some people, I had a couple of Democrats in my office, um, that said, no, will you watch a Michael Moore movie? I said, I've watched all the Michael Moore movies. I've seen them all bowling for Columbine, uh, Fahrenheit, nine 11, all those, all those dumb things. The, the, the ones that, you know, and I watch them because I want to know what the other side is saying. And unlike the Democrats, they don't want to hear what the other side is saying. They just want to spout their talking points. But, hey, you know what? Hey, educate yourself. Educate yourself. Watch this. Very well done. So, anyway, uh, where did I leave off? Juanita was also asked what she thought of reports that plans for a movie on the Clinton Lewinsky scandal were being recently scrapped. Here's what she said. You know, I'm not really... Uh... I, I could care less, you know, whether he is uh, ha has a movie made about mm -hmm. him or Monica has a movie made about them. I really don't care. I just like to see him be responsible for all the actions that he has done. Do you expect he ever will be? Oh, listen, I've been through so many gotcha moments for the last 40 years in hoping that he would finally uh, come to justice about all of the women that he has attacked, but I don't know. I honestly, I don't know. I'm doubtful. Yeah, I'm doubtful. I'm doubtful too that they're ever gonna do anything with that. But you know what? Uh, hopefully, hopefully we get to see see what the new uh, investigation on the uh, on the what the new what do they call it? The new. Uh, special special counsel or the person that's maybe should be a special counsel to look into uh the hillary clinton uh emails and the uh uranium one and how the fbi investigated that 
uh, which they really didn't investigate it. Hopefully that comes into something. And hopefully we live to see a day when we do get to see uh, Hillary locked up. Hey, this weekend, uh, a lot of you guys are going to be out at the Unite IE out at the Riverside Convention Center. And uh, unfortunately, I will not be there this year. Um, of course, I am a big supporter of the Unite IE um, a radio show every week and uh, everything that is politics. But you know what? Uh, Don and I had uh, bought a, uh, a, uh, a package for the Trump Soho in, in New York that had to be used, and I had to schedule it two months ago. Otherwise, it was going to uh, expire. So we scheduled it for this weekend. So we're in, we'll be in New York while you're listening to this show. We'll be in New York. And uh, I scheduled it for April so it would be nice and sunny. And we could uh, have fun in uh, Manhattan for three days. And uh, apparently, it's going to be snowing. Uh, snowing there while we're there. It's going to be ice freezing cold. And uh, so obviously, I'm recorded a couple of days before today. So uh, when you're when you're listening to it. So uh, so when you're there listening to Katie Hopkins and Sebastian Gorka and everybody else who's going to be there, uh, I believe is Travis Allen going to be there. Travis Allen, listen to that guy. If you haven't got tickets yet, go to what? Oh, uh, John Cox going to be there, too. That should be interesting. I sure would love to be there. Hey, if you don't have tickets, they're still available at the door as well. All right, 1230 Sunday afternoon. Okay, so be out there. Be out there. If you don't have anything to do, last year, I've been there the last like five years in a row, and it was uh, it's always a it's always a great event. Uh, unfortunately, we scheduled this and I couldn't change it. And uh, let me talk about a little bit about since I'm since I uh, have have a couple of extra minutes here. Um, you know what? You guys are uh, thinking about buying real estate. You know, I always talk about, hey, if you're interested in getting involved in the fantastic opportunities at real real estate, I had some guys come in my office this uh, uh, this week um, to uh, to make some uh, investment properties that they found into into uh, rental properties that they have been buying them and flipping them. And uh, you know what? It amazes me the power the power of uh, of uh, enthusiasm, the power of uh, of uh, a little, uh, a little, what's the word I'm looking for? A little initiative. These guys are out. These guys are out there just contacting, contacting people um, that have properties that may the rental properties, and they're and they're finding out that hey, there's people out there that have properties that just want to get rid of them, and they're picking up some great op- the great opportunities out there. You know, and I, I always say there's great opportunities in real estate if you have your fish in the if you have your your hook in the water, you'll catch some fish. And, uh, so for those of you that are having your money in the bank, just sitting there, sitting there doing nothing, making 0.00000001 interest on your bank, you know, if you, if you actually get out there and look, there's, there's properties out there that will cash flow and that will appreciate. And if you see what's going on in this economy, uh, these are going to do good for you. These are going to do good for you. I, Don and I have have uh, seven rental properties on top of our commercial property that's got, uh, I don't know, 16 or 17 tenants in it uh, that we uh, that we 1031 exchanged from uh, 15 properties in uh, 2006 that we rolled over. And uh, you know what? I'm encouraged. I'm encouraging my kids to, hey, find a find a find a property and uh, get involved in the uh, in the rental market. Get some appreciation going. Get some tax some tax deductions going, and uh, you'll you'll be happy you did in the future. A lot of people are going, hey, you know what? 
I just don't want to get involved in rental properties because I don't want to be cleaning, unstopping people's toilets. When I'm having a weekend, they're calling me to go unstop their toilet. I can tell you, I've had a whole bunch of rental properties and I've never unstopped anybody's toilet. Um, You just prepare for it. If you're interested in getting involved in any of that kind of stuff and you want to get some direction, hey, I got some money. How do I get involved in it? Call me. 855-640-2020. Hey, I talked about this in the first half about the, uh, the governor's, the governor's reacting to, uh, Donald Trump wanting to send, send the national guard, but I just got this stuck in front of me. The governors of the, and it says, uh, some of the governors responded enthusiastically to president Trump's plan to send the national guard to the Southern borders while others, others, so while others criticized it and suggested they would not comply if directed to send troops from their states. The governors of the border states, which are the only ones that count because there's only uh, four states on the border, on borders with land with Mexico, um, the borders of New Mexico, Texas, Arizona, all Republicans expressed their support. But the office of the California governor, a Democrat, did not indicate to CNN whether the governor would back deploying the guard troops. In announcing the plan Wednesday, Homeland Security uh, Secretary Kirsten Nielsen said the administration intended to work in conjunction with border state governors. The Trump administration has not approached the plan as a national effort and said it reached out only to the governors of the southwest border border states about deployment. Mike uh, Lonergan, spokesman for New Mexico Governor Susana Martinez, told CNN the governor appreciates the administration's efforts to bring states to the table as they go about taking steps to better secure our border. Lonergan added the governor fully supports the men and women of New Mexico National Guard in any mission, state or federal, at home or abroad. Well, that's what they should do um, because it's called being American. In the news release Wednesday, Texas Governor Greg Abbott said Trump administrative uh, administration directive reinforces Texas's longstanding commitment to secure our southern border and uphold the rule of law. Uh, the rule of law. I welcome the support. Lieutenant Governor Travis Walters, Texas Military Department, state. A public affairs officer told CNN the state is awaiting additional guidance from the Department of Defense and the president regarding the border. At this point, we are very early planning stages, he said. Um, Arizona's governor, uh, Doug Ducey, responded on Twitter in, in his state, welcomes his enhanced security and that he appreciates the opportunity to discuss the plan with Nielsen as well as Abbott Martinez and Governor California Governor Jerry Moonbeam. Oh, he said Jerry Brown. Uh, Brown's office confirmed to CNN that the governor participated in Thursday's call with the Department of Homeland Security, but it said nothing beyond uh, to add beyond that statement. Um, and then uh, Gu- uh, Lieutenant, Gu- Lieutenant Colonel Tom Keegan, a spokesman for California Army National Guard, said, This request, as others we've received from the Department of Homeland Security, including those for additional staffing in 2006 and 2010, will be promptly reviewed to determine how best we can assist our federal partners. Keegan said in a statement, we look forward to more detail, including funding, duration, and the end state. Uh, You know, it seems to me that uh, something's wrong in this state. Something is very wrong in this state. Some governors from other uh, states indicated they would resist any attempt to send National Guard troops from their states if asked by the administration. Well, he didn't ask anybody else. Oregon State Oregon State uh, Governor Kate Brown uh, was stoned, and uh, while she was stoned, she tweeted that Wednesday that if the president asked her to deploy Guard troops to the border, she would reject the request because I'm still high. As commander of uh, Oregon's Guard, I'm deeply, tr- deeply troubled by Trump's plan to militarize our border. Moron. Arkansas Governor 
Asa Hutchinson tweeted, I just spoke with uh, Secretary Nielsen of the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, I informed the Trump administration that the Arkansas National Guard will support the POTUS's effort, the President of the United States' effort to increase the border security. You know, it just it seems to me that the states with the weed are the ones that are having problems here. Um, let's see here. Office of Alabama Governor Kay Ivey said in a statement to CNN that if President asked for state's help, the governor will work with the adjutant general of the Alabama National Guard to see what resources are available without impeding missions here at home. Um, you know, it's just, it's amazing to me. Oh, wait, here's here's uh, here's uh, Governor uh, Shelley We Weeman, spokesman for California Democratic Governor John Hickenlooper, said, we have not been contacted. We have not been asked to deploy. And then uh, said, but uh, when I when I come down, I'll... I'll uh, see what we got to do. So anyway, needless to say, needless to say, uh, California is the only one who's who. Uh, California is the only one on the border that's important. That is just uh, absent. You know, they're just uh, not around. Hey, Jerry Brown doesn't want to make a comment because he's just not going to do it because he doesn't care if we're safe or not. And so uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So anyway, hey, uh, if you're out at uh, Unite IE, enjoy enjoy the show. I didn't get to see. I'll be uh, braving the cold in New York. And uh, if you uh, if you have comments on this show, 855-640-2092. I'm all out of time for this episode of the main event. My name's Ed Hoffman. Thanks for listening to the main event. And I'll be back again with you next week. The content in this program is not intended to be legal advice. The views expressed are those of Ed Hoffman and his invited guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or policies of Wholesale Capital Corporation. WCC is licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747 and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. Also licensed in Arizona by the Arizona Department of Financial Institutions. MB Number 096199. 